Good morning and welcome. Happy Hump Day. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com, and of course, legal, lawful, constitutional, biblical, tender. The only thing that's been money for thousands of years. Yeah, I know, right? Crazy. Uh, that's what we do here. Uh, we do it better than anybody. A great day to buy. We had our first, let's call it a pullback in gold since, uh, what, about a week, week plus now? Uh, since the, I'll call it the Thanksgiving sell-off that we saw. Gold went to support. Silver went to support. Held support. So that's what we wanted to see. Uh, gold got to 1840. That's where support had been uh, for quite a while uh, before the Thanksgiving deal went below that. Uh, held off there, has bounced off of that. Uh, as long as we hold there, that's a, actually a very positive uh, sign for us. Uh, and silver, $24, held $24. Uh, but a great opportunity. Silver, uh, $585 a roll, so 15 bucks. Less than it was yesterday. Scoop it up while it's still there at that price. 800-951-0592. A lot of things to talk about, but a couple of couple of things I want to say. Next week, I may miss this show. I may miss this show next week. Uh, Jason will fill in for me if I do. Uh, my youngest son is signing his national letter of intent uh, on the 16th, just don't know if it's if it's going to be in the morning or the afternoon. The school, you know, the school does it all and all those things. And uh, if it's while I'm on the air, I'll be at that. Uh, if not, then I won't miss. But I may miss it. It's uh, the school uh, sent out this big email with explicit instructions on uh, we're only allowed. My son's only allowed to have four people there. Um. It's him and two of his teammates. They're, this is when the Division One. It's the first signing period for Division One players, and each kid's only allowed four people. My wife and I are going. Our our older son. My wife is so happy. Our older son's coming home Sunday, so he'll be there for the event. Uh, and he's actually home for the duration. School. Uh, the college is is going to be over this week. Uh, finals and all that. And then they don't come back. They've extended it now. The, he's not due back until the 29th of, of January. Of course, remember, uh, as long as he's got his flu shot. Uh, but so he'll be home for about five or six weeks. So my wife is uh, super ecstatic about it. So he got all depressed when he couldn't come home for uh, Thanksgiving. So he'll be there. Uh, one of his teammates just so happens that he's got a brother, two sisters, and his parents. So they called the school and said, hey, you know, I know four, but, you know, it's our family. Can't we have the five? School said no. Nope. Can't have your family there. I mean, major milestone in this kid's career. So uh, my son, he's such a good kid. He actually asked my wife, hey, mom, can we have our fourth be uh, his sister so she, you know, all, all of his family could attend so they're going to be able to do it but it's just gotten nuts i mean and they 
you know, how, what time we can get there, how long we can stay there, how many feet away we got to be. I mean, all this, it, it's gotten ridiculous. Uh, YouTube, YouTube now says they're going to ban. I wonder if I'm going to, uh, I hope I don't get it, but they may ban this show on YouTube today. Uh, they're, they're, they're going to delete any content that they say undermines the 2020 election results. And, I, and I'm like, first of all, what do you care? Who made you uh, the, 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 the Supreme Court, right? It's up for the courts to decide, right? And obviously, uh, the election is close. No doubt about that. We've had problems with election fraud for decades that's never been fixed. And as of right now, there's three states suing. Looks like the states are going after our Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin. Uh, because they did things not according to the law. And I don't know that anyone can really dispute that. But apparently YouTube can. Uh, they're, they're going to delete any content that they deem is misleading. And it really is creating this huge Pandora's box of where we have, you know, I, I guess we'll call it media in general, right? And it doesn't matter if it's your news media or your YouTubes, your Facebooks, your Twitters, right? All the, all the forms of communication. Freedom of speech is ending in America, and we're taking it lying down. Freedom of speech is ending in America, and I really, and I know it's not going to happen, but this is, you know, Congress should be in there hammering these companies, hammering them. And it, listen, if you, uh, if you don't want to allow freedom of speech, you shouldn't exist, period. Right, and I know within reason, right? You can't go out and you know make threats and do that that stuff. But no, all you're you're trying to say is, hey, we want free and fair elections. That's all we want, and that's why I said I think the Trump thing needs to continue. I don't think it's going to change anything, but it needs to continue. So hopefully by 2024, we get free and fair elections. Right? Isn't that the goal? We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. If you want silver eagles and you only want to pay five eighty five, do it now. Uh, silver continues to rally back. Uh, gold as well. A um, little technical selling. You know, we got to have a. You can't go all the way back in a straight line. Uh, but a lot of information out today. Uh, we had weird anomaly in crude oil. It's one of the largest crude oil bills builds I've seen. Something weird. It can't be right. Uh, they like 16 million barrels more of crude this week than last week. Big, big fall off uh, in gasoline demand. Uh, and of course, that just goes to, you know, with all the shutdowns and all that, that, that I guess that could be expected. Uh, you know, I actually filled up today uh, 217. I was kind of happy. I was like, ooh, that was. I thought that was a pretty good price. I, you know, uh, uh, as uh, you know, we watch crude oil still uh, in the 40s. That's not what the cash price is. Cash price is lower than that. 
but but it was a massive crude oil build today. Uh, we had the big news was the the Democrats rejecting what I would call the easy stimulus. Uh, so the St- Treasury Secretary Mnuchin, hey, we've got nine hundred and fifteen billion dollars. Nine hundred and fifteen billion dollars. The Democrats, and again, right? Why I don't know why or what the Republicans were thinking was going to happen. I think they just wanted to, uh, you know, let it be known. Hey, once again, it's got the same problem. Uh, Schumer, Pelosi rejecting that, and believe it or not, I'm for gold. That's good. For gold. That's good news. And what I mean by that is the Democrats want something much, much bigger. Uh, The easy one, though, this would have been easy. This would have been unemployment benefits. You know, you think about all the shutdowns, right, and a bunch of more people getting laid off. They're going to pay them uh, an extra $300 on top of what the state was going to give. Uh, remember now, a lot of states are borrowing money uh, because their unemployment insurance funds are empty. Uh, small businesses, be ready. Be ready. Don't be surprised if states start raising, you know, if you have employees, you, you pay uh, unemployment benefits in the states. Uh, don't be su- surprised to see increases there. Uh, they had some money left over that could they could have redirected. Uh, they were also going to have some money in there for vaccines, right? You know, uh, already the Democratic states are like, hey, if we're going to vaccinate people, we need all this money, blah, 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 blah. Uh, no go. Uh, not surprised. This is going to be trillions and trillions of dollars. I think we're going to, I think... We're going to get two stimuluses, one before Inauguration Day and then another one after Inauguration Day. And and I'm expecting between the two bills, we're going to see something something around $4 trillion is going to be my guess because of, of the uh, amount of money. You know, the states are going to need money to get the vaccines. By the way, have you seen the vaccine? Let's talk about the vaccine. I didn't get to it yesterday. And I know there's guys out there, you know, Brian Kilmeade, uh, he'll tell you, yeah, I'll take the vaccine. Right? And, and again, there's people out there that will. A lot of people out there that won't. Right? Uh, and I would say, if you, you know, if you, if you said, uh, you know that game, card sharks, higher or lower, how many people? Right? We surveyed 100 people. How many people would voluntarily take the vaccine? And they would, you know, people would go, you know, oh, I think it's 47 or it's 53. And the other one would go, oh, it's higher than that or lower than that. I think it's really about 50-50. I really do. I think half of the people out there would be like, yeah, you know what, I'll, I'll, you know what, I, I believe in the science, and 
I want to get this COVID over with, so I want to do it. Here's the problem. A lot of people are saying, hey, if we can go back to normal, I'm going to do it so we can go back to normal. We're not going back to normal. That's the problem. You know, and, and and I don't know that way. Even if they probably, okay, double, we will literally go back to normal. What you do it? I would actually think about it. But I know, and all of you out there, we, we're not going back to normal. There, there, there's no going back now. But, but I really think that's the number. I really think it's kind of 50-50. And... You know, we've been learning little by little. All of a sudden, Pfizer and Moderna are saying, well, maybe we aren't going to be able to deliver the amount of vaccine in the time that we said. Uh, Then we've started hearing, you know, hey, can you get fired? Can your employer force you to take the vaccine? And, of course, yesterday I told you they absolutely can't. Just so you know, employers can absolutely force you to do it. And we've seen in England, right, they've started the vaccinations. The 90-year-old, the 80-something-year-olds, and, you know, and I'm like, that's just an odd place to start. You could have thought it was doctors and nurses and, you know, not great-great-grandma. You know what I'm saying? But this morning, there was an alert put out by the U.K. They issued an allergy warning about the Pfizer vaccine. So the Moderna vaccine hasn't started, okay? Uh, But the Pfizer vaccine has in England... And they're saying that people with significant allergic reactions are being warned not to get the Pfizer vaccine. Now, what's significant? And and obviously, you know, the doctor, are you allergic to penicillin? Do you have any known uh, allergies and things, you know, when you're getting like a surgery or this or that or the other? How do we know? Right? How do we know? And and now we're we're hearing about all of these significant side effects and illnesses related to the vaccine. And we're just and I, and again, it just seems like we're going way too fast with something that really hasn't been proven. And again, right, I don't want to be blocked anywhere. I'm not a virologist. And maybe that's what we need. I don't know any. We need to find. But here's the problem. You can find these doctors. What side do you want to be on? You can find doctors that tell you it's safe, it's fine, it's wonderful. And you can find ones that say, hey, it's not, it's dangerous, and be careful. That's why I don't like, you know, when they talk about, uh, you know, blocking or, or censoring Right, because the the realities are, it's probably a little of both, right? For some people, they're probably going to be just fine. 
I think, I guess. For other people, it's not going to go very well at all. But according to the UK, what they're saying is uh, that two people needed treatment after being jabbed on the day that it was lost. Now, here's the thing. How many people got it that day? Right? And this is just the first shot. They are not identified. Of course, they wanted to identify the first two people, you know, the 90-year-old woman and the 81-year-old man. They, they called it an aphylactoid reaction. Now, I didn't hear about, I guess, you know, didn't, didn't we, nobody else had this in the trials? You know, and I go back, Jeffrey Gunlatch was saying, hey, these trial sizes were way too small. Uh, there was a lot of things, you know, we're not sure about. And here's the thing. This is my problem. You're going to be forced to take it. Just telling you. That's what's going to happen. Uh, they said that they had, uh, here's what they're saying. They advise against vaccinating anyone with a history of significant allergic reactions to medicines, food, or how about this one, or vaccines. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, what do you say? What do you do? What Are, are you going to have to carry around some special note that, that says... Right, I, I, I get a hall pass. Can uh, What about, can you be fired for saying, hey, you know what, it's too dangerous for me. I can't take the, the vaccine. I don't have a lot of questions. A lot of questions. And I think this doesn't help. Uh, but, but again, I'm just putting that out there uh, that, that uh, this is what, what, what's... The U.K. has issued already, so we're only a couple of days into this, and now they're saying if you have severe allergies, and again, I guess I don't know how you define severe. Those of you that I don't have allergies that are, well, hay fever and stuff, but I mean, I'm not allergic to medicines or or anything of that nature, uh, but I don't know. just seems like we're going awfully fast. And the problem is we're going to be forced to take this. And, again, some of you may say, hey, I'm not going to, right? Hey, I buy my work, I'm, I work for myself or I work somewhere where they're not requiring it and all that stuff. So that's all well and good. States right now are considering forcing uh, the vaccine. Airlines now, uh, you know what, I'll, let me get to that one. Let me get to that one. Where I hear we go. So if you want to get on an airplane, another major airline has announced that it sees the uh, so-called COVID passport. So remember, uh, I, I told you earlier this week, they, they want to provide everybody with a card that will fit in your wallet that will show when... My buddy just was texting. 
believe me about being allergic to vaccines, right? Hey, I may be allergic to this one. That's the problem. But uh, <laughs> listen, I only read what they say, right? I, I didn't write the article. The, the, the UK uh, people, the medicine people there in the UK, if you've been allergic to vaccines, don't take this one. Uh, but they want to provide us passports, Right? So you're going to have a card that fits in your wallet, and it's going to have the dates that you got your shots uh, and all of these other things. And they're saying that proof that travelers have been vaccinated and or tested negative for coronavirus as essential for them to be able to travel. That's the other big thing. Matter of fact, the airline, you know, listen, the airline's, have never missed a fee. And I'm seeing them now. They're all kicking around uh, the COVID fee, where if you want to get on the airplane, you have to have the test. And, oh, by the way, very conveniently enough, we have one for you. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Getting back to what we do, and I just because it's just on my mind. I don't want to take this vaccine. I don't want my son to have to take the flu shot. This uh, Sunday, my younger son. We have a virtual. All the all the kids that uh, are signing uh, at at San Diego, where it's a virtual meeting. You know, none of us including the players themselves, have actually met any of their coaches. I mean, we've met them on a, a FaceTime or a Zoom call, uh, but but uh, have not personally seen uh, any of the coaches. It's the weirdest thing, and it's a three-hour Zoom call. And I call it a Zoom call because I don't know what else to call it. I think it's a Zoom call. It's a, I don't know, whatever. It's an internet thing. And I'm sure most of it's going to be, hey, here's what we think the rules are going to be. And, oh, by the way, before your your son ever steps foot on campus, you need A, B, C, and D. I wonder if the vaccine is going to be a part of that. It would be very, very interesting. Uh, so Monday could be a really interesting show. But – the big news of the day, and this really goes about what we've what we talk about, what we've been talking about when it comes to protecting your wealth. Gold is insurance, period. Bitcoin is not insurance. Uh, paper gold is an insurance. Gold miners is an insurance. Physical gold is insurance. Against what? Well, whatever the fiat currency that your country uses. Obviously, here in the United States, it's Federal Reserve notes. And what is the biggest thing? And most people don't realize this. The treasury market is the most important thing when it comes to the dollar. 
because, you know, one of the things that, you know, always said is the full faith and credit of the United States. And, of course, they would like to tell you that the United States has never defaulted. That's what they'd like to tell you. It's not true, but they would like you to believe that it is. I'll give you two examples in just the last hundred years. The first was 1933, right? The the money right in the Constitution was gold and silver. It was the money of the land, and they took it away from us, essentially breaking the contract. Then in 1971, Richard Nixon did it again. See, when people bought treasuries from the United States up until 1971, it said right in there that you could redeem the treasury notes that you bought in gold what the contract said. 1971, we said, nah, forget that. And now you only get fiat money. And, of course, we've watched this treasury market, right, be at zero now more more for all practical purposes for the last 15 years. I've said I don't know how many thousands of times who in the right mind would lend the government money, and let's just use the 10-year note, for 10 years and get 0. 0.5, 0. 0.6, 0.7, 0.8%. Even the central bank the lying, conniving bankers who tell us how low inflation is. So low. If we could just get over 2%, please. Right, you know, right, of course, and, and that's the thing. Now, first they said 2%. Now they want more than 2%. But even they, with their fake numbers and their completely ridiculous ideologies, about how, like, a new video, according to them, in 25 years, there's been zero inflation in the price of a new car. <laughs> and all of us are like, what, what are they smoking, right? Even they say inflation's, what, one six, one eight, something like that. So you're telling me in real terms you would be willing to lose money for 10 years if you're only getting and let's just let's just say 1.6 and let's say the 10 year note was at at 8 tenths of a percent you're getting 8 tenths of a percent well they're saying the value of the money is decreasing by 1.6% right you're losing money in real terms, you're losing money. Who would do that? 
Well, here's what's amazing. Jamie Dimon, you know Jamie, the one that's advising the Biden administration on how to deal with COVID, the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, the largest criminal organization on the planet. What do they have now? What are they up to this year? I think they're, are they up to five or six felony convictions? I can't keep track. He was at the annual Goldman Sachs Financial Services Conference. All these guys, listen, they, it's already pre-planned. I keep telling you that. Here's what he had to say. I would not be a buyer of treasuries. I think treasuries at these rates... I wouldn't touch them with a 10-foot pole. Excuse me? This is the leader of the largest, well, I don't think we're the largest in the world. I think a Chinese bank's larger than them. But the largest financial institution in the United States. Telling people at the Goldman Sachs conference. I wouldn't buy treasuries with a 10-foot pole. I'll tell you what that means when we return. 800-951-0592. Jamie Dimon says, I wouldn't buy treasuries with a 10-foot pole. Then went on to cry about how well, I'm, I'm being forced to. Right, and getting ready, right? The JP Morgan is part of the clearinghouse and they want the Fed to take over. But here's really think about this and really what he was saying. Think about we have to sell debt to keep the quote unquote <laughs> fantasy, the illusion alive. And he's saying, hey, a terrible idea because two things number one you lose money in real terms right because inflation is higher than the yield right so already that's a bad deal the only way the bank could offset that or any investor is the yields would have to go down and, and I know it, it's kind of the opposite of what you think. You need yields to fall if you're the bank to help you make money. If yields go the other way, which Jamie Diamond already knows is what's going to happen. See, we're, we're stuck. We can't go negative like the rest of the world, because as soon as that happens, uh, it's over here, right? The dollar's done, blah, 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 and there's all kinds of really complicated problems that arise for the banks if the United States goes negative yields. And what Jamie Diamond is saying is, we're at this horrible crossroads in the treasuries market where 
we all believe yields are going to rise, right? And again, let's assume COVID, we get COVID under control, blah, 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 vaccinations, and by the by sometime before 2021 ends, the whole COVID thing is over, right? Right, Let, let's pie in the sky this. Let's, let's, let's hope this happens. In that case, in that scenario, Jamie Dimon says, yields are going higher. And that means we're going to lose even more money. And now think about all these other countries. Same thing happens to them. Right? China continues to sell off its treasuries. Matter of fact, uh, getting close now to being under a trillion. And the rest of the world is kind of what not showing up, you know. And I, I we talk about uh, the treasury auctions and how more and more of the treasury auctions are being uh, placed with the dealers themselves, and then the dealers, you know, the buying, you know, the Fed's buying one hundred and twenty billion dollars a month, and now they're saying, "Hey, we may have to become the clearinghouse." And when you talk about a health of a currency, when buying the debt of that currency becomes a money-losing proposition, that's when there's big, big problems. Right? And this is what we talk about when we talk about bubbles. Right? This is all the doing of the central bank. There's an easy way to fix it. Raise rates. Bring rates back. Bring the 10-year note back to 5%. Of course, that destroy, right? destroys the housing market, destroys uh, the commercial market, destroys the deficit, right? That, I mean, a 10-year note at 5%, we'd be running, you know, annualized deficits, I don't even know what the number would be. Six, seven, eight, ten trillion dollars, you know, just to pay the interest on, on the national debt. Uh, think about student loans, think about credit cards, think about auto loans, right? That would destroy the auto market. I mean, it would destroy it all because they, they've created this huge bubble that should have never existed. And now Jamie Dimon comes out and says, I wouldn't buy treasuries with a 10-foot pole. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio uh, News Hour. Got one more segment left today as uh, we're getting ready to uh, head into the Christmas holiday uh, but I just find it amazing. Here's another fact. You know what? I didn't even get to this. This is what I want to talk about. Do you know how much the banks have collected in overdraft fees just this year alone? In other words, you know, uh, you bounced a you bounced a check, or maybe you overdrew your account and. And I don't even know what they charge anymore, but but it's a lot. Last time I remember, I think it was like $35. It could be more. 
This year, it looks like, yeah, okay, there you go. Wells Fargo charges $35. This year, the big banks have collected $30 billion in overdraft fees. You think people are broke? Patriot Radio News. (laughs) We'll be back for the final segment. It's like an everything down day today. Uh, Dow, S&P, NASDAQ, gold, oil, silver, uh, all down. Gold at 1846 silver at $24.15. The Dow still holding on to, to 30000 The S&P 500 uh, back below 3700 By the way, the banks, the average overdraft fee was $33.00. And 47 cents, which means the bank charged $896,325,067 people over draft fees. They're saying that one-third of all accounts, which they're saying is about a third of them, about 120 million accounts, were accessed. At least one overdraft fee in 2020. The year's not even over. And here's the other thing. Uh, overdraft protection. Remember that when the banks came out with overdraft protection? Remember that? Well, that sounds great, doesn't it? Overdraft protection. Yes, I need protection from overdrafting. Wasn't really protection at all. Overdraft protection simply says the bank will allow for you to overdraft. So when you're at the store or somewhere else and you don't have as much money in your account as you thought and you swipe your card, the bank is going to let it go through. Because they want to collect their $33.47. Yeah, so it's actually overdraft protection is the exact opposite. Right? It's the, hey, don't protect me. Uh, Right? I get it, right? You know, I don't want to be embarrassed at the store. So go ahead and whack me for $33.47. Just so I did not know that. So if you signed up for overdraft protection, just know that that's really, it means the opposite. Hey, they're not going to protect you at all. If you actually opt out of it, they would your purchase would get declined. And then you wouldn't get the overdraft fee. So I, you know, again, I don't know. I don't, I'm thankful that I don't have to have that problem, but I can imagine for a lot of people, how hard it is. But just think about the revenue. $30 billion. And you think about a third of all accounts. And, and you start to realize when we talk about how very few people actually have money. And it's become a major problem. And now we find out today 
that nobody should buy a treasury without with with a ten foot pole. So what Jamie Diamond is saying is essentially, hey, the debt that that our fiat money system is based upon isn't worth buying. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two U.S. Silver Eagles at five eighty five. Buy twenty five rolls or more. Five eighty. Everybody, take care. God bless. We'll be back tomorrow.